0: So welcome back it's uh, the hatening again well actually it's not the hatening today it's the guesting because I have a friend with me um, so today I'm joined by my friend Ashley uh, co-host of the smut and spice podcast and today we're gonna talk about guilty pleasures
1: guilty pleasures we all have them
0: right we all we all do have them and so Um, do you want to uh, explain a little bit of like what your podcast is about to sort of understand why, why it makes sense that we're doing this topic together?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, so back in 2020 at like kind of the, like when COVID first started, I got really into reading again and I somehow fell into this rabbit hole of reading like. Not like trashy romance books, but like more erotic romance and um, like reverse harems. And there's all these really great indie authors out there. Um, And my friend and I were like, we're going to start a podcast on this because nobody is giving these authors the recognition that they deserve. Um, So we just kind of ran with it and read some articles about starting a podcast and bought equipment. And yeah, this is a thing that we do now every week
0: it's so sick it's a very good show I do listen um I didn't know that that was a fucking thing like the reverse harem like erotic fiction stuff like I had no idea I mean it makes sense because there's a market for fucking everything on the internet right but like it's so tight that you like stumbled into this thing and now like do you like you legitimately like it though right it's not like you're not like coming from a place where you're kind of like making fun of it you know what I mean like this actually is something that you have found to do enjoy right
1: Oh, yeah, like we're not making fun of it at all. We really respect these authors. And I think that that's the biggest thing is people just kind of assume like, oh, it's just you read it for the sex scenes when really there's a lot of plot driven stories out there that take a lot of thought. Um, There's world building and, you know, different character dynamics. And, you know, just like with all writing, there's tropes. Um, So, yeah, we really enjoy it. And there's actually a huge community. I don't know if people are aware, but romance is like the number one selling book genre that there is. So, I mean, that's... I did not know know, that. That Yeah. But that makes (laughs) sense.
0: But like hearing it, like that makes fucking sense. Right?
1: Yeah. um, (laughs) There's a huge market for it. So, I mean, I feel like our friends, even though they're little indie authors, they do pretty well. A lot of them write for their full time jobs. So good for them. That's so That
0: is so cool. I think of, of the episodes I've listened to, my favorite are like the fantasy ones like where there's like like all the weird magic and shit like it's it's so tight like it really is so fucking cool but yeah so like i don't know like would you consider that to be like a guilty pleasure like liking that style of literature
1: i definitely think so i mean i you know as a child of like the 90s and 2000s i grew up reading things like harry potter and the lord of the rings and the aragon series so finding like fantasy romance was just fitting for me, mm-hmm. I guess in a way. Um, mm-hmm. It was just kind of a seamless transition to start reading that because like the magical aspect of it is so cool. I mean, it, with it fantasy romance. rocks.
0: It's so cool.
1: Yes, like you can just make up whatever you want.
0: So, mm-hmm. No, it's really fucking cool and it's, it's cool that you're doing like a show about it and you know, aside from like just like building awareness of something that you fuck with is tight you know, but also just like the fact that like you're younger and it's this is like kind of like a weirder not a weird you know what I mean like it's an uncommon interest and you're very much owning it like you're owning your guilty pleasure you know which is fucking cool like and that's why I wanted to have you on to talk about this kind of stuff because like so I I don't even know like what mine would be I think it would close to be but I collect uh like you know like the Christmas houses like when you build like a little Christmas village yeah i collect the halloween ones of that oh
1: that's so cool (laughs) so like
0: all the all the like the you know haunted houses and like spooky little town building stuff which is sick because now i can actually put them up but i've been collecting them for a really long fucking time (laughs) and i guess that's a guilty pleasure because it's kind of like you know like when you when you tell people that you're into this kind of like uncommon stuff and you're you're not embarrassed but it's a little bit you know what I mean like kinda you kinda keep it under wraps and in a hushed tone you're like oh yeah I'm really into reverse harem uh, erotica <laughs> you know or yeah I'm really into like collecting these like little figurines or these little whatever you know? um
1: I definitely don't think I would mention someone the first time that I met them that I just recently read like a lizard alien menage romance so <laughs>
0: <laughs> why not though <laughs> but like but it's 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 an interesting thing to kind of like think about because like so many people would be super into that you know what i mean and so like when we have these like weird little things that we like these little quirks that we have you know and it's like if you if you tell people that you're into you know whatever your thing is like yeah, most of the time people be like, "That's whatever" or "That's weird," but then like you find that one other person or like a small group of people who are like really into it, and now you just have like a new set of best friends and stuff.
1: Oh yeah, and I mean, I think that my grandma like would really appreciate your Halloween village setup because she oh <laughs> yeah has has like a very extensive Christmas version. Um,
0: <laughs> Dude, it rocks
1: it does it does it's, rock it's there's not a p- common collectible I feel like
0: it's not it really isn't and like there's a place in it that like I used to visit every year like on the way to see my family and even I, like, as an adult when I go up there I like carve out the extra like 45 minutes each way to go to this like huge Christmas store because they have this little tiny room that's all Halloween stuff you know <laughs> it's sick it's so tight I have uh, it's so much money but whatever Um, <laughs> but like so the idea of having, like, a guilty pleasure, like, do you think that that is, like, nature or nurture, you know, to, to kind of put it simply? Like, do you think that, like, you know, because we, we like what we like, you know, and so, like, you you obviously you gravitate towards things and we are conditioned to think that, like, these things are acceptable, these things are weird or whatever. But, like, since everyone has guilty pleasures, and I, I do think that everyone does, like, do you think that this is just, like, part of the natural human condition to just, like you like weird stuff or do you think that like we have been like as a society like sort of like been told like this stuff's cool this stuff's kind of weird and if you like weird stuff i don't know if you should really talk about that you know what i mean
1: so i definitely think it's part of the human like condition to like things that are kind of out there and weird But I also think that there's that nurture aspect where you're taught that, you know, these things are shameful and you shouldn't openly advertise that you're interested in them, whether that be like, you know, that you knit dog hair sweaters or that you (laughs) collect Mm -hmm. Halloween villages (laughs) or read weird books. And I think that, you know, things are better for like people who have weird hobbies and interests than maybe it was years ago. well, that's I think probably that just because saw-
0: like, the internet, right? And the fact that you can actually find your community and you're not just, like, the only person in your town that likes whatever, yes. you know?
1: And I think that that's played, like, the biggest role, you know, for so many people that have these kind of out-there hobbies and guilty pleasures is the internet makes it so easy to p- connect with other people that share those same interests.
0: It definitely has made it a lot easier and, like, we're of the age, like, we kind of watched, like, anime become a fucking thing in the States, you know? And, like, I remember back in the day, like if you liked anime, it was fucking weird, right? Like you were like labeled weird if you liked it. Or like if you liked professional wrestling and stuff. Like I did an episode before on wrestling and like I think that could, you know, be a guilty pleasure as well. Cause it was like this very niche thing that you were like were really fucking into and you were kind of not ostracized, but like it, it wasn't like a huge common thing. And so you were kind of like alone. And then when you found other people who maybe you wouldn't hang out with for any other reason you're like oh shit you play Dungeons and Dragons too I guess we're fucking best friends now you know but with the internet like <laughs> you can just join a fucking chat room or a website or any fucking Facebook group and now you have tens hundreds or thousands of like compatriots you know so it's 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 interesting I think in that regard yeah
1: and you know speaking back on like the whole anime thing I definitely remember being in high school and like you know, maybe, like, not that I was a mean girl or anything like that, but like, cannot maybe... imagine you'd
0: be fucking mean <laughs> to anybody ever.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't think I was, but just like, maybe having preconceived notions about like the people who were like wearing like the Naruto like headband thing and like mm-hmm. thinking weird thoughts about the girls that wore like the furry tails, like they're like furry like raccoon tails. Did you ever experience that?
0: Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. I think that it's okay to think weird stuff about the girls who wore tails, but I <laughs> Oh, yeah, like I the mean, kids who, like, anime ran through the hallway and, like, cat girls who, like, hiss at people and shit. <laughs> like, we, yeah, I know, I know all of them. And they were cool. Like, they were fine, but, you know, but it was, like... It was fucking weird, but then also it's, like... Eh, they're just, like, in the... Like, looking back on it now, it's, like, whatever. Those kids are just into some other shit. But yeah, you know, and
1: now as, like, someone who's into some other shit, I'm, like, I probably shouldn't have judged them...
0: Like yeah. I don't know,
1: that lizard romance had me feeling some things. So,
0: God, I so do you get off on it? Like, do you get off on like reading these? Like, are... are that might be a crude to ask. Um, but you know I mean, what I mean. Like, listen
1: to our podcast; we're pretty crude. So. Okay,
0: so, but like, are you reading this to like get off, or are you reading it because it it's fun? You know what I mean? Like, I never understood like the. um... Like, reading erotica stuff, like, I've tried it, like, not to, like, t- to have sexy time with my brain, but you know what I mean? But it's like, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've read it to see what the fuck's up, and, like, it doesn't do anything for me. So, like, does it does it get you going, or are you just like, this so, is fun?
1: I'm not trying to make this, you know, about um, your gender or whatever, but I definitely think it's more common for, um, you know, at least I'll say females. I feel like that's a better term than to say, like, women. Um, but I think that our imaginations, you know, as far as mm-hmm. like reading erotica, I think it just does more for us than it does for guys. Um, but I know a lot of women that really get off on reading this type of material and mm-hmm. it's, it gives you new ideas and exposes you to things that, you know, you probably didn't know that you were into. Like um, shapeshifting
0: not... lizard people fucking uniforms yes! and stuff. <laughs>
1: yes like <laughs> oh like people that have wings and like do all these different sort of positions because of that or like oh this person has a tail so you have to consider that like when you're trying to fuck <laughs> it's
0: just so <laughs> fucking funny but like but and I'm not trying to poke fun at it because like I said like I, I listen to the show you guys do a wonderful job of like covering the material tastefully and respectfully but like it's just so out there and so funny that like i i wonder that when i'm listening to you guys like i haven't read any of the material you know but it's like just thinking about like people like jerking off to these scenes is just so funny to me because it's just so out there and like outlandish right like it's just so funny but i'm like not trying to kink shame anybody like if you're into this shit fucking go crazy man but you know what i mean
1: oh absolutely and that's like you know we're always very open about that on our show that any of our commentary it's never meant to kink shame anybody because like you know we're all everybody has like some weird shit that they're into like as that's long as everybody's on board show. like who
0: the fuck cares you know
1: yeah and you know as long as consent's given by everyone who's participating like go and do your own thing man
0: have you um, ever have you ever like gone up to your partner and you're like yo you have to dress up like a centaur i'm really into <laughs> that right now i've been reading this book and i really need you to pretend that you have four arms <laughs>
1: I mean, I've never done that, but I do fill him in on like, if I'm reading something particularly <laughs> weird or like I come across a book cover that I feel like needs to be shared. Um, mm-hmm. And actually my next book that I'm gonna be reading is I Married a Lizard Man. So sick, <laughs> <And> then- <laughs> so sick.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, my partner is uh, very excited for me to recap that one for him because awesome. like the cover is pretty amazing
0: so like Um, with with having a partner that actually like kind of is something else like not specifically for your you know situation i like how your situation (laughs) but like you know like when you when you have these hobbies and you have these things that you like these guilty pleasures these things that aren't necessarily conventional it is very interesting how that dynamic um is played out with your partner or like your friends and stuff right so like when i was younger like i was really into like obscure music like really into screamo stuff like from europe or whatever like before it was like really big over here and so like it was a big part of my identity but then like when i would get friends and partners and stuff like i would kind of like force them to participate not force but you know what i mean like we would participate in it and it was always like this very fun interplay with like here's this weird shit. i don't think you're gonna like it let me show you and then my more respectful friends would be like it's not my thing but i don't care if we listen to it in the car you know i think that that in and of itself is is an interesting part of having these unconventional interests, um, you know, like seeing how people in your life interact with them and then like, not view you, but you know what I mean? Then like interact with you once they know you like that stuff. Like, you know what I mean?
1: Well, I think that part of, you know, being in a healthy relationship is that, you know, you somewhat have to take an interest in the hobbies that your significant other has and it may not necessarily be your thing but i think that you owe it to your partner to at least like give it a try i mean i'm not saying that you need to like go to a brony convention but like
0: if that's I would, what
1: they're into <laughs> i would go
0: i would i would go in a heart
1: i would go as well like and i think that too like I guess I always thought that people who were furries were really weird until I started, like, reading, especially some of mm-hmm. these, like, more, like, paranormal, like, shifter-type romances. But, like, I don't know. People might be onto something. Now with, you're like, just they're... yiffing
0: all over the fucking place.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just, like, nuzzling your significant other. You never know.
0: <laughs> this is where the, we circle back to the girls with tails. Um, but even, like, <laughs> even the, the furry shit is a great example because, like, that was like deep corners of the internet for a long time and now it's like everyone knows what the fuck a furry is you know and it's fucking cool that like you don't have to be like ashamed or like you know feel guilty to be like yeah i like to dress up like a fucking cat and hang out and pretend i'm a cat for a while you know (laughs) it's fucking tight
1: i think that so much of this you know for people like guilty pleasures is just kind of escaping from the reality and like the mundane everyday life that most of us live mm-hmm. i mean i so like i work as a vet tech so i see a lot of sad situations that animals are put in and like the suicide rate in my field is super high so is i kind of really? need yeah veterinary medicine has the highest suicide rate of any profession
0: holy shit i legitimately did not fucking know that
1: yeah um it makes it's sense jesus there's like a um this movement going on that's like not one more vet just because like most of us know some you know at least most of us know a few people who have Mm. lost their lives to suicide so you kind of need something to like escape from that
0: yeah jesus
1: not to like kill the mood no 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 you definitely
0: didn't send me a link to something i'll put it in the show notes if there's that's fucking nuts i didn't even know that was a fucking thing but like You know, how much of Guilty Pleasures uh, do you think is just pure escapism? You know what I mean? Like, do you think that, like, we're so over overstimulated or, like, bored or just kind of, like, looking for something new? And then when you find something that's, like, super outlandish, like, it's, like, intriguing? You know, because I find myself doing that with, like, a lot of shit that... Stumbles into my life for whatever reason, you know, like if it's like a band or like a style of art or whatever the fuck, or like food type of shit, too. Where like if I have it for the first time, it's like, yo, I've been alive for 30 fucking years. I've never heard of this shit. This is fucking wild. And then I like hyper focus on it for a while. Like I think that that might have a little bit to do with like the, um, not like the perverse attraction, but you know, like, like the, the, uh, the orientalism involved with like some of the more like, the the more non-conventional interest that people have, you
1: know? Yeah, and I think that, you know, in some ways maybe you get, like, kind of that you know, dopamine or endorphin rush from like, you know, something new something exciting that you've never had or read or seen before, and um, I guess you're just kind of, like, seeking to replicate that over Mm -hmm. and over and over when it comes to guilty pleasures. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that there's some of us who had personalities who are a little more predisposed to like searching for that.
0: Yeah, or just craving that <laughs> dopamine hit whatever the cost.
1: Yes. Um, and I, I very much feel like that's what these books and what reading are for me. <laughs> hmm.
0: No, I mean like that makes sense. I mean, obviously because it's something that you, you like, so it's something that gives you, you know, joy or pleasure not to not the the joke is there, I I know. But like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and and it's fucking cool that like, you found something that like, like you found something that like you really like, and then also it like, I think it makes it kind of cooler and more interesting that it is something that is kind of weird, right? Like if you were just like, yeah, I'm into romance novels, like that's what I originally thought it was when you started the fucking show. I thought it was just like normal ass like shit my grandma used to read. I wish yeah, like my grandma Nora was Roberts reading this. Nora Roberts
1: and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Oh, she has boxes and boxes of that shit at the house. Danielle I wish it was like.
1: Steel. <laughs> uh
0: huh. Her too. She was around my whole life. But I wish that she was reading, you know, stories about like anthropomorphized waves, like fucking people. Like that would be so fucking cool. <laughs> but, you know, I, and so like, I think that uh, the weirder it gets, like the more people latch on to their shit too, you know, because it becomes like part of the identity, you
1: know. Oh, yeah. I totally agree. Like, I'm kind of at the point now where anything that I thought was taboo before, I mean, other than like some things like incest, like I don't go that deep with it, but, um, you know, like tentacles and stuff like that, that I thought that was kind of where I was drawing my line, but I'm past that now, so
0: (laughs) 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 you're just kind of always- (laughs)
1: <laughs> you're just kind of always looking for that next thing, I guess.
0: And that's fucking tight. Like, that really is cool that you're just like, Tentacles, that's baby shit. That's fucking <laughs> that's freshman year. Come on now. <laughs> we're in the master class now. And that's fucking cool. It really is cool. And it, I find it so sick when people embrace the weird shit that they're into, like in general. And I wish that more people were like super fucking up front with their guilty pleasures and with like the unconventional interests. But at the same time i think that it is becoming more that that stuff is becoming more visible with the internet and everyone's like yo we're all fucking freaks the world's ending i don't give a shit if you know that i'm really into fucking k-pop you know
1: yeah and i mean there's some really good k-pop out there so
0: dude i started watching the fucking countdown videos when i go to my friend's house oh one of my other guilty pleasures is fucking reality tv but again like (laughs) i don't but i don't even think that that like counts because like everyone fucks with it i think but, like, I legit have once a week, I go to my friend's house and we just watch 90 Day Fiancé. And, like, we watch reality TV. I fucking love it so much.
1: Uh, 90 Day Fiancé is such a good show. Dude,
0: I fucking got Discovery Plus commercial free so I can watch my fucking <laughs> stories in peace.
1: Speaking of that, my aunt would have been, like, a perfect episode of that show. Because, like, that was, like, a legit thing that happened to her that no my family, like, way. went through. Yes.
0: Dude, what? Yo, fuck the time limit. What the fuck? All right. You you can't just, like, leave me just (laughs) hanging on that.
1: So Super Producer Andrew is going to have to, like, edit all this shit. All right.
0: I will will mark the time. (laughs) So. That's a sick story that no one will ever fucking hear except for me, (laughs) you, and Andrew. (laughs) Jesus Christ. But no, like, you know, even, like, with that fucking show or, like, those type of shows, like, I feel like if this was 10, 20 fucking years ago and you were like, yo, I'm really into reality shows in general. I'm really into shows where it's just a bunch of alcoholics in a house screaming at each other for 90 minutes. You know, like I love bad girls club or whatever the fuck. Right.
1: Oh, bad girls club is so good. It's all
0: streaming. Now. Well, most of it's streaming now, but like, you know, like team mom two and shit. Like I remember when team mom two came out and I fucking fell in love and like, My mom and like some of my friends were like, "It's weird that you're into this shit," and I'm like, "Dude, it's so good. It's such good television, you know." Well,
1: and I think that that also brought to light the whole like teen pregnancy crisis that was happening in America at the time. It
0: it really did a lot for preventing a lot of people from getting pregnant. Uh, Yeah,
1: I didn't get pregnant after I watched that show because I was like, I don't want this to be my life.
0: Yeah, dude, I was really into that shit, and then my mom would be like. I hope with you watching this, like you see that it's bad for you to whatever. And I'm like, Mom, you buy me condoms. You know, I'm not what like chill out. I'm not getting anybody pregnant. I just want to watch these people.
1: Buy me condoms, mom, so I can lose my virginity in this closet.
0: Thank you. (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) Speaking of that, I told that story to someone like yeah. one of my friends a few weeks ago
0: fuck yeah <laughs>
1: about about the excitement just boiling over before the act even happened
0: that's a very literary way to say I nutted in a condom
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's,
0: the excitement boiled over <laughs> fuck yeah dude but, <laughs> but yeah like just sort of like to wrap up things but like it's just crazy to me how like everybody like everybody has this shit that they like everybody likes weird stuff and I'm glad that people are more open about it now we can have podcasts about it we can have TV shows and we can have YouTube series about it but I still find it weird that like we still think it's weird you know does that make sense like you know like it's weird that we still judge each other for liking unconventional stuff and we feel the need to like hide it you know like you don't tell people when you first meet them that you're into these books the same way that you know people don't say whatever And I find that fucking weird like I get it but you know what I mean
1: Yeah, and I think that that's something like in my personal and professional life, I'm just trying to put it out there a little bit more, I guess. Um, Even if there are repercussions, like I don't think my job can fire me because of what I do in my spare time, but like, I'm I'm less embarrassed of it now than I was when I first started reading these types of books. And I think it's just because people have been so accepting, Mm -hmm. like more than I thought that they were going to be like, you Mm -hmm. know, I'm a fucking guest on a podcast right now. (laughs) Um, so it's definitely helps me to judge other people for the things that they like and enjoy a lot less
0: that's good and I think that that is good like on a personal level but then like to sort of get that out there like you know mind your fucking business like you know what I mean but also it's like everybody has weird shit that they like do you think that like being in a situation or a community whatever you want to call it that is like accepting of your quirky interest do you think that that's like helped you like grow as a person you know aside from Uh, just being like i don't judge people as much like do you feel better about like your shit personally being like i don't have to hide the fact that i like this weird stuff anymore you know because i feel like that's something that people should be trying to do is like be more comfortable with themselves you know
1: yeah and i feel way more comfortable with myself and it's just really nice to like i've just made some really good friendships with people and it's nice to be able to talk to someone about something that i like who i they're not gonna judge me for this mm-hmm. kind of stuff um and you know they'll probably have other really good book recommendations too so that's <laughs> always a plus
0: <laughs> it's a big-ass community right like isn't it like there's I, every time i listen to the show i listen to your show and you, you're talking about like what y'all are doing like next or whatever the fuck and like these authors and all this stuff. And it's like, it, it legitimately is like a fucking color I've never seen before where it's like, damn, there's a lot of these motherfuckers out here and y'all are doing this for a fucking living. Like, that's so sick. Like, I did not know that it was that big. But it's funny how these fucking huge communities can exist and no one would fucking know unless you like had an inn. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, There, there's absolutely... Oh, shit, my cat jumped up here. Sorry. <laughs> it's not
0: like I can fucking see it anyways.
1: <laughs> He's cute. <laughs> sorry about that um shit. what were we saying
0: um fuck oh wait
1: yeah there's no way we would have known yeah yeah, yeah. like you wouldn't know that this community existed unless you were actively searching for it Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what happened like i read my first reverse harem book and it was like i don't know there's a point where he like fucks her with this knife and it was like it was real wild and that's kind of what I use now to like indoctrinate people into this Yeah, just you know, a little genre. knife fucking.
0: Just a little knife yeah. fucking to really.
1: Like, <laughs> if you can handle some knife play, you can handle pretty much anything I'm going to throw at you after that.
0: Honestly, I mean, it's like, it's, it's a good barometer. It's a good way to test yeah. the fucking water. You know, that makes sense. <laughs> I've definitely done that with like music stuff where like, you know, people are like, oh, you listen to or you like the specific, like you like this stuff, that's cool. And I, there definitely are bands like screamo bands and hardcore bands or punk bands where it's like, All right, if you can handle this, and I think we can kind of test the waters out and I can navigate as to what I think you'll actually like. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, um, now I'm going to show you some of, like, the deeper, like, weirder shit. Do
0: it. Please read me some weird shit.
1: (laughs) I, I totally forgot about this part and I didn't have anything prepared. God damn it. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can send you some, uh, some of my favorite excerpts, though. Oh my god!
0: Please do, please do, because, <laughs> it, fuck it, it's it's, and I'm like, and I'm not trying to like, be a bully or like fuck with anybody, but like, it really is like interesting and it's it's funny to me, that like this exists and people, you know what I mean? Like it's it's just crazy and it's fun. It's like a good, I think it's a good thing, <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah, I mean it's like. I don't know it's just it's really enjoyable and it's like the people are all super nice and accepting so yeah it's just i love it and i don't see myself you know kind of deviating away from this genre for a long time so
0: that's really cool it really really is cool you know that you found something that you really like like in general i like it you know when people have fucking hobbies and they have interests and shit like that like everybody needs them you know Every, not everybody needs to do a fucking podcast about them but you know but like everybody needs to have stuff they're fucking into and I'm fucking super stoked that you found something that's cool and weird you know but like I I hope that more people can be comfortable enough to be like yeah I like this weird shit or like yes. or explore that part of them to like maybe they thought they might be interested but they've always felt weird about engaging with it you know
1: I think that that's the biggest thing. If there's something out there that interests you, I mean, we live in the fucking, like we already said, the age of the internet. Like if you want to learn more about something, that information is literally right at your fingertips. So don't let other people thinking that it's weird, stop you from like exploring interests.
0: Exactly. And I think that that's one of the saddest parts about like, liking weird stuff, air quotes around weird, obviously Is like, (laughs) When you fucking wait a really long time, or you like, or people prevent you from exploring that option or that interest, and you're like, fuck, man, like, I've been trying to do this for 10 fucking years and I'm really into it. And I wasted 10 years, like, being afraid of what my fucking friends would think if they knew I was, like, really into My Little Pony. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. And, like, it's sad. Like, it is sad to me when people are, like, can't be themselves or explore their shit because they're worried about, like, their roommates calling them a name. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, humans are only alive for like a little blip of time. Mm -hmm. So you might as well make the most of it. Yeah, so read
0: all the weird fucking erotica that you want is the moral of the story. Life is too short (laughs) to not watch, like, not watch. God, I wish I could watch it. But watch in your mind's eye, like mermaids going to town with each other, you know?
1: Yeah, there's there's a lot of books like that.
0: I'm sure. What's the most common trope?
1: Ah, uh, the most common trope would probably be uh, enemies to lovers. I think that that's mm. probably the most common one.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah,
1: well, what's we th- like a little bit of like bully, like that's fine. That's that's the general consensus. I feel yeah, like.
0: No, that's fun though. Do you think that <clears throat> the last question about your specific shit, and then we'll wrap? Um, do you do you think with 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 the stuff that you guys do on the show and the stuff that you guys are reading? Um, do you enjoy it more for the or do you think other people i guess or the community at large do they enjoy it more for like the literary aspect or for the erotic aspect or do you think it's Mm. kind of like how much of column a column b do you think that is because like you know not to be like you look ooga booga i'm a man but like whenever i am engaged with like something that is erotic my first thought is like oh okay like we are here to 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 nut like we are here to come that's this is what this is for you know what I mean? But then, so, yeah. like, so, like, with with the stuff that you guys are into and, like, the stuff that you're reading, it's like, okay, like, it, am I supposed to be turned on right now? Am I supposed to, like, is, like, this turn of phrase why I'm here? Like, is is the literary aspect what is keeping me here? Or is it the fact that, like, maybe I'm going to get excited enough to have to, like, go excuse myself, you know?
1: <laughs> so, I think that for most of us, I mean, it's a 50-50 mix. Hmm. Like, the plot for a lot of these stories is really, really good. And a lot of time and effort goes into writing it. I mean, I don't think that you could stretch something out for four books if it wasn't well written. You that know what I mean? Blew if it also my mind
0: that there's fucking whole series. But I mean, it makes sense. But it's like, damn, dude, this is fucking work, you know? Well,
1: yeah. And especially like it's really gratifying, too, when it's like a slow burn series where you know that these characters are going to hook up together, but you're like waiting and it's building and there's all this sexual tension. I mean, like, we all know what that's like from, like, your first time mm-hmm. with someone. You're like, oh, shit, is this actually going to happen right now? Yeah, the first so time that's you fuck a nice... dragon,
0: you're like, oh, man, is this happening right now? <laughs>
1: yeah, just <laughs> running my hands down these scales. <laughs>
0: I'm sure you have read that sentence more than once.
1: <laughs> I have, actually. <laughs> that's
0: awesome. Like, that's so tight. Like, it's so cool. Oh, fuck yeah, yeah dude. Um, so, yeah, we should probably end it there. Um, Plugables plug your stuff where can people find you and how can they interact <laughs> with you yeah
1: um so we can be found on all of the major social media outlets uh instagram and tiktok at smut and spice pod um we are on spotify apple podcasts and google play at the smut and spice po- smut and spice podcast um yeah we put out an episode weekly and um we- love it if you would give us a listen if you're interested in that type of thing or if you just you know want to hear more about lizard people
0: i think that you're gonna get a lot of lizard fans coming over
1: <laughs> <laughs> i hope so i, I hope so too the fuck
0: yeah dude thank you so much for coming on i know you have a lot of shit going on i'm so fucking stoked about your show i'm so proud of your show we <laughs> kind of were talking about podcast stuff when you guys were starting so i'm glad that everything worked out you know um, the fuck yeah so you know i you do you listen to the show enough to know what my sign off is
1: yeah it's um wait hold on it's, it's tell your ah shit it's tell your friends you love them or uh-huh. it's something something and tell your friends you love them
0: yeah take care of yourself and the people around you and tell your friends you love them you got it
1: yes <laughs> <laughs> thank you dude